Love Hurts is going to be doing a live show on Valentine's Day at the Magnet Theater at 8.30 p.m. I'll be doing an interview with New York Times culture reporter Sopan Deb. Bring a partner, bring a first date, or just bring yourself. Check the episode description for a link for tickets. Hope to see you there. This is the part of the episode where I usually say that Love Hurts contains adult language and situations, which is true of this episode, but the episode also contains pretty intense descriptions of emotional and physical abuse. If that's something that's tough for you to hear, it's totally okay to skip this episode. And if you or someone you know is in an abusive relationship, you can go to thehotline.org or call 1-800-799-7233 for help and resources. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Julia Whitehouse. Julia is a storyteller and performer living in New York City. A few years ago, Julia found herself falling in love for the first time. But instead of that story having a fairy tale ending, Julia found herself in an emotionally and physically abusive relationship that she was lucky to get out of. Hey, Julia, how's it going? Hi, Brian, how are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank over. you for being here. I'm. It's really nice. I'm very excited to talk about uh, what I've uh, thought about bringing uh, to your podcast yeah. because uh, I haven't told uh, any sort of elongated version of this story in a long time. Like I had uh, told it as stories, uh, told uh, you know a variety of stories about this year. Uh, of my life, uh, my big, bad, abusive relationship. And uh, my therapist actually told me that you've done a lot of good work already. <laughs> You're very aware of yeah. what this is. Um, but uh, the way that it started was, well, in a bar in Brooklyn. Okay. Because you know you meet the love of That's, your life in a bar. That's usually what happens. AKA, no, you don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I met this fellow. I was uh, third wheeling uh, for a friend of mine. Okay. And uh, she was like, don't let me go home with this guy that she was meeting up with. And I was like, okay. And uh, we had been day drinking at some house party previous. And so I was loose. And this guy sits down next to me. And I used my favorite pickup line at the time. And I was like, hey, you Jewish? <laughs> And he goes, yeah, why? I said, uh, uh, just trying to figure out why I'm so attracted to you. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, are you Catholic? And I said, that's what I was raised. (laughs) And he said, well, I guess that must be why I'm so attracted to you. And uh, and then we started chatting, and he gave me his card, which meant that he had a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I went to the bathroom, and then he disappeared. And uh, so I called him up, and I was like, where'd you go? And he had just gone like down the street to a dinner party that a friend of his oh, was okay. having. And he was like, why don't you come? And I was like, can I bring my friend and her friend? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And so we all went <laughs> to a stranger's house for a dinner party and then we went to like a jazz club and um and yeah there was a lot of making out drunken and he was very drunk i was very drunk and but like it was one of those like amazing new york city nights that accidentally yeah having you a like wonder- found yourself into this yeah, crazy exactly. story exactly. and like yeah exactly and uh 
this is funny. Like I never include this detail that uh, there was a point I'd go outside and smoke and his friend whose house we had been at uh, was outside smoking. And she was like, Hey, just so you know, like I wouldn't date him. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's not a warning. She's just telling me that, you know, like yeah. she's not warning me. Yeah, she's you weren't just seeing like, it as a warning. She's just starting a funny conversation. Like I, I justified it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so when he was like, you know, let's go home or it's time to go home. You know, do you want to share a cab? back to my place or are you going to get your own cab? And I was, obviously I was going to, I didn't have any money for a cab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh um, wait, if I have to pay for a cab. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he lived in the city uh, on Fifth Avenue in this gorgeous doorman building and no shame, like, how do you afford this place? Yeah. Walking down the hallway, like, what is this? Uh, I, You know, I'm 26 years old and babysitting for a, a you know, a quote-unquote living um, and doing burlesque at the time as well. Okay. Like, so it was the just dream at that point to meet somebody in the bar and go home with them. And I was like, he'll never call again. Right, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I've like done this, this is a fun day. This is what I've I done. I had this like crazy experience. I mean, experience. I, feel this, I feel all this connection with this guy. And uh, But, you know, I've been down this road before. I've been in beautiful Fifth Avenue <laughs> apartments and had sex with a guy and gone home and never heard from them. Yeah. So uh, when he did call the next day, I was like, oh, oh, I'm living the, the myth. Like, this, yeah. the myth is not a myth. He's like, oh, let's get together. So Halloween, yeah. I had a show, with, uh, the show that I was okay. producing. He showed up as the Hamburglar. <laughs> um, I was, you know, doing my show, so I was naked. And um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he also seemed very supportive of burlesque okay. uh, and, you know, my doing stuff. So that was also a plus. Um, so uh, that was uh, the beginning of you know what was going you know it's just very immediately we felt things and immediately we were saying things to each other okay like very so you're like falling hard falling hard and he was saying things that were very you know just very kind and uh um immediately uh sort of devoted and at that point, like I said, I'd been very in and out of a lot of beds uh, in the hopes that, you know, one of them would, you know, want me to stay in the bed. Yeah, you were looking for <laughs> devotion yeah. and then he was showing and, that. And yeah, and he, he, just the fact he called, I was just, I was done. I was done, done for. So... When he said that, like, he wanted to take me to the Hamptons, uh, you know, within, like, two weeks after that point, you know, like, uh, it was like, oh, my gosh, of course. Yeah. And and then he said that he loved me. And it was all very fast. Uh, but it also it was like, well, I'm 20 at that point. I'd had a birthday. I was like, well, I'm 27. You know, like, when you know, you know. This is yeah, when this is people, like the time that this starts happening. This is when it happens. Yeah. And uh, he knows what he wants and he wants me and that makes sense, right? That should make sense. Like this whole time I wanted someone and now here he is. The, then he had a birthday in January. Then, uh, so we're like a few months in. And, you know, there, there have been a few times when 
you know, like he'd gotten very stressed out, like he lost his job or he stopped working his job, his job ended or something. So he suddenly didn't have a job. My mom always says, you know, like for men to not have work, you know, is is very hard for them. So, uh, you know, tread lightly, you know, because this is stressful for them. So I was like, okay. Also, he had uh, anxiety, which um, showed up in uh, the amount that he would like drink. Okay, and he would also take um, Valium and drink. And I don't, I, I've never understood drugs. I mean, yeah, I've never done any drugs in my life. I, I I, like, I get it. Like, it's drugs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I like. I've never had Taco Bell and I've never done cocaine. And <laughs> yeah, that's your those are your two never have I ever that you yeah. throw out when you, that game comes yeah. up. Um, but you know, I mean, I've I've had a little weed. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like I get it. But it was uh, just like you were like, okay, this I is like, a thing. Yeah, I like alcohol. Yeah. So like when, drinking, yeah, let's drink. But um, prescription stuff, I'm just I stay away from ibuprofen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he and I was like, do you mix those? And he'd be like, you don't get it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. I yeah. don't. Like you're stressed. Justify, you're dealing justify, with stuff. Justify, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. So so then he has this birthday and he has some like former coworkers and his boss shows up and like gives him this big fancy bottle of wine in this like, in its personal wooden crate. Okay. Like it has, <laughs> right? So it's this big bottle of wine in its own wine crate yeah like this box like, like off of a boat yeah like, <laughs> yeah. like for one yeah bottle. for one bottle <laughs> and um and it's such a big deal and uh you know the party goes on and all these people come and we're having a good time and i meet all you know like i've met a bunch of his friends but now i'm meeting like all of them at the same time and i'm the girlfriend like we're like basically yes. four months that we're getting uh, about four months. That I'm like, I'm live I'm doing this. Right. Yeah. Like, like you're a part of I'm, each other's I'm a part lives of each other's li- Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then we get a cab home and we get home. He makes another drink, realizes that we don't have the bottle of wine in its own. Oh, the fancy. Yeah. yeah. The fancy bottle of wine. Where did you leave it? I'm like, I, 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 I didn't. He goes, and you know, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And he throws his drink at the wall, uh, starts, you know, just like panic, panic, huge panic, more like than I've ever seen a human do. Yeah. And you're all of a sudden like four months in, this is like, whoa, this is not a thing I've seen before. Right. And also thinking to myself like, oh, no, how can I help? Like, yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah. how to something's, calm something's this. Something's wrong and I want to And help. also, what are you doing, man? It's a bottle of wine. Man. I was like, hey, don't worry, don't worry. We'll find it. Don't worry. Like, I, you know, like immediately. Also, I'm immediately sober. You know what I mean? Yes. When you get, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. with, when you're super, and we were having such a good time. Yeah, and like then suddenly were... he's throwing glassware at oh, the boy. wall yeah. in his beautiful apartment. Yeah. Don't break your glassware. Don't do it. Uh, oh, I'm like, hey, man. It's okay. Yeah, like you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. He gave that to me. He'll know his ex boss. Yeah. He'll know that I didn't drink it. He'll know that I didn't drink it. And he'll kill me. You don't know who he knows. You don't know who he knows. I can't disrespect him like this. 
fuck it. Where did you leave it? Where did you fucking leave it? Blah. Like getting yeah, louder. Yeah, like on you. I was like, and I'm like, I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. I put my shoes back on and I run out the door and I'm just, where do I go? Where do I go? My brain is just exploding. I just have to find this personalized crate of wine. Um, and it's at the Spotted Pig. Thank God. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, get back uh, to a cab. Get back to the apartment. I have it. He has mellowed completely. He's okay. watching the television. Sitting on the couch. Oh, uh, weird. As though nothing yeah, has like, happened. As though nothing. Whoa. And I'm like, dun, 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 you know, holding this big wooden box of wine that I thought was so important. Yeah. And everything's fine. No, and it's I, weird. Right. But yeah, I can't be just, mad because yeah, he's. Now everything's yeah, fine. Everything's right, back I mean, to normal. Right, so great, you're like, okay, okay great. This cool. problem is no longer a problem. Cool. And I have the wine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Great, great. Everything's fine. Yeah. Um. So, but that was just like, oh, that's This that's is a weird, weird moment. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I told anybody about it. Um, I may have like made a joke about it. Like, oh, yeah. we lost his, you know, why? You know what I mean? Like mentioned it just to like mention it, but not like how I actually felt. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. How often do we do that? Right. Yeah, you know, just like half mention something. Uh, yeah, and you like don't exactly like you're probably still processing like what was that like what what was this why did this happen yeah what but what's if, going on but at that point I loved him yeah I loved him so much and like I didn't even think like if this is the way he is it was just like that happened one time that yeah, is that doesn't mean any yeah, that doesn't just, mean anything yeah like that justification to like make this okay yeah. for you to live in yeah. right it's like yeah, yeah. um oftentimes he would just tell me that I didn't understand. Uh, and I, I figured that he was right. Um, because I don't have anxiety. I just wasn't as I'm more optimistic. I'm a happier, happier, more chipper, stupid person. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know? Oh, you just like enjoy things and it's easy for you <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. don't understand like so, what this hard uh, thing is. And right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I can be? I think I figured that with my optimistic, theater major i could cure him yeah, of whatever is, uh, ailed this him. positivity will just like <laughs> get the anxiety uh, yes, out of him exactly of. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly like whatever is wrong can be resolved with our love yeah but i had less and less and less own life and also suddenly not suddenly but my partnership with my burlesque uh, producer had been uh, not winding down, but like we'd not been seeing eye to eye. And suddenly with his help, I could justify not doing, doing the that. show anymore. Yeah. Because he was like, she's mistreating you, da 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 da. Um, and also, also he suddenly didn't, well, it's, he never said that he didn't like me doing burlesque, but uh, he did uh yell at me when i would come back from a show with my makeup on um he would say take your take that fucking face off i can't i can't take you seriously with that fucking face yeah it was just this weird thing of like he didn't want that version of you or something like well he didn't he didn't want any i I guess i guess i don't know what he wanted but he didn't want i i look at it back at it now and it's like he didn't maybe he didn't want a 
reminder of the fact that I had you... a life outside of him. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, that makes sense, too. Like, um, oh, boy. And so suddenly I wasn't performing burlesque much anymore. Yeah, so and also I'll... I'd started improv. Okay. That uh, that uh, summer, and I was taking classes, uh, and he also didn't get improv. I would okay, <laughs> we just, take him. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, not for everybody, <laughs> right? Right. But um, I would take him to shows, and um, we would argue afterwards so much about how they didn't make that up in the moment. They had oh, like he didn't that, had that they had that planned. When I say he didn't get it, <laughs> I mean he thought they wrote oh, it. So it wasn't that improv was for him. It was that he just didn't understand it's the that, way that improv worked. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't exist basically, and we would argue oh, so hardcore. So eventually, like I wouldn't. So then that was a yeah, uh, exactly, an outlet exactly, in your life that you that, took away. That yeah, you just like exactly that was just like okay, well I can't talk about improv because all all it does is make us argue. I yeah. can't do burlesque because it just makes him mad at me. Um, yeah, so it's that thing of like, I know that this is causing problems, so I'm going to like put this on myself to just no, remove it yeah, so there's exactly, no problems because exactly, I don't want there exactly. to be problems because I'm in love. Yeah. One of the things that should have been a huge warning sign was the way that he uh, spoke to his mother. Uh, and that was, a, again, another thing that I easily justified when he said that I didn't understand his relationship with her. Uh, but he would call her a cunt and a bitch Ugh. and yell at her so so viciously and um but i was like you know what i don't have a jewish mother i'm not an only child i don't know what he's been through um it's one of those things that i my mom had always told me that that was a like watch how he treats his mother that's you know that's how he will eventually treat you and I was like, that is not possible because one, he loves me. And two, I would never stand for that. Yeah. And uh, so he did treat me like that. Uh, suffice it to say uh, there multiple times on a regular basis, uh, something would come up very similar to his birthday party. Like that would be not my fault, but that he would figure out how to be my fault and, yell at me and uh like we went to a wedding in boston he uh i happened to be on my period at the time he didn't like to have sex while i was on my period so that was my fault that he was in a bad mood because we hadn't had sex Ugh. because of my like period you couldn't control that the room smelled like mildew uh our, our hotel room smelled of mildew so uh that was my fault because i couldn't smell it <laughs> oh right? boy yeah um uh. when he split his pants on the dance floor that was my fault because i offered to fix the pants with some safety pins that i had in my purse and he said what are you trying to do kill me um uh anyway like uh, everything man. was my fault yeah. um and everything also just got more uh, uh we just drank more we just drank more drank more drank all yeah and to sort I of was, like avoid these problems right. in a way and but also uh, like he was he was always he was always on edge except for in the morning when he would say that he was sorry and that it would never happen again and he really needs to get help and he's gonna get help 
And uh, then, well, after the wedding in Boston, I was just like, if this happens one more time, I'm, I, 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 I can't. And, and then his mother had a 60th birthday party in the Hamptons where he, where I'm meeting all his family. And now we're, this is August. So of it's been like so almost a year, almost a year yeah. or just a couple months shy of a year. And, um, oh man, I'm like imagining because I have another Hamptons vacation home, uh, and all his family. And I'm just imagining like, this is, this is my future. This is, this is what our wedding's going to look like. This is such a fancy event, like catering and, you know, somebody passing out hors d'oeuvres, like there's a bar. He's, you know, getting his usual drunk, but he's not swaying back and forth yet so, and getting quiet. So I'm like not super nervous yet. Um, but then um, somebody at the, at our table, you know, this is 2008 now, right? So uh, uh, somebody says that they would never vote for Obama. Oh boy. And um and uh he says then he then he elaborates. He goes, I'm I'm not gonna vote for Obama. I don't wanna go back to the Dinkins era, hiding my gold chain and my watch on the street. And it was okay, yes, this was a racist man sitting at this at our dinner like, table. It's Hampton's um, wealth kind yeah. of like well, yeah. yeah, I don't know who yeah. but also like this was like a Hampton's liberal wealth. Yeah. I don't know who oh, this guy uh, so was. He was like, Everyone yeah, yeah this you. is the outlier. Okay. And why did this outlier need to be seated at my table? <laughs> why? Um because then my boyfriend stops swaying and there's a shift in his eyes and he looks at the guy and he goes, I'm gonna vote for Obama. Do you think I'm a n-word lover oh, no, he doesn't say n-word he yeah. says yeah uh tell me you think i'm an n-word lover am i an and then like just repeats the word over oh, and over and over again tell me why you wouldn't vote for obama is it because he's an n-word like and then he is like up from the table throwing his chair and i'm like uh, and like a whole part, like there are multiple tables of people and that like everybody has stopped eating and like looking over and he goes, how dare you ruin my mother's 60th birthday party? You, you fucking racist motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. you know, like, you know, fucking, you know, anyway, he starts yelling and yeah. screaming and, and, um, Ugh. just getting like real, like, so like, again, like from zero to a million immediately. And it's so scary. It's so, but also at this point, totally normal. Totally normal. I'm sitting there and I'm yeah. just like, okay, like, okay, like heartbeat, blah, da, 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 da. but face, show nothing. Show nothing because I can't show these people that this is, that this is like, that uh, I, 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 you know, this has to be, you have to stay calm in the face of this storm. But what I don't realize that I'm showing these people is that because I'm so calm, it is so normal to me, right? Yeah, it's like very right. different from that wine right. bottle experience <laughs> right. where now yeah, you're where like, like, oh, this is just I'm like, like dun, dun, another dun, dun. night. Like, exactly. And he uh, keeps on screaming, goes inside, as we were like on the patio, goes inside, 
uh, keeps on screaming, goes all the way up to his room, uh, gets out onto the balcony, and then up on the roof, which is something that like oh my, my eight-year-old brother used to do yeah. when he was little. Like, when get mad angry, or he'd get yeah. mad and he'd get on the roof and say that he was going to jump off. And like, oh, that's scary for an eight-year-old yeah. because like that's yeah, that's weird and manipulative. Yeah. But like. That's what eight-year-olds do, or ish, maybe, or at least my little brother when yeah, he was dealing like with his own just anger being stuff, right? Dramatic, right? And kids exactly. And, and uh, but this is a now a thirty-something-year-old man screaming like racist motherfucker ruining my mother's 60th birthday party it's not my fault it's not my fault and of course we can all still hear him because he's on the roof and we're on the patio is nobody like going to check on him or his father does his father this big man this uh, big, like, big brawly man. He goes up and he tries to convince him to get down off the roof. Um, and uh, he, he can't do it. So then his mom goes up and tries to convince him to get off the roof. And then his mom can't do it. And so I try to convince oh, him God. to get off the roof. And nobody can do it. Nobody can get him to come off the roof until eventually he comes off the roof. And then his father, uh, like, he's wailing and wailing. And his father, like, uh, like tries to hold him down and then they both fall on the floor uh, but not before hitting like landing on a bamboo desk and crushing it beneath them and um and he's like made a swing at his mom and like everyone's like it's this like panic frantic room and i'm like i don't know what to do do i help what is my role right but i'm just standing there i want to help i want to help uh uh, do i help to hold my boyfriend down or do i comfort his mom yeah and i don't know what to do upstairs so i go downstairs and i and i tell everybody like everything's okay now enjoy dessert (laughs) (laughs) right because also by the way we were at the salad course that okay dinner hasn't even happened no 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 dinner happened like everybody ate yeah. or left. Okay. Like the party has dispersed slash the people that wanted to stay and witness or like kind yeah. of bear witness to this ate their dinner and ate dessert. I go to the pool. I just like go <laughs> sit by the pool, which is coincidentally where I had gone to uh, like find solace uh, in Boston <laughs> at the hotel okay. in Boston. After the after wedding he experience had, yeah, there. Yeah. After he had trashed that hotel yeah. room, I had like just uh, escaped to a pool. So he's upstairs fighting, uh, physically fighting his father. So I find solace at the pool. And uh, uh, one by one, a couple of people come up and, hey, Julia, are you okay? And I like hide uh, the fact that I'm crying uh quietly uh you know just by turning i'm like oh i'm fine i'm fine i just need to i just need a moment just need a moment um eventually his father comes over and says uh julia he's very sorry uh this will never happen again uh he's gonna get help he's very afraid that you're gonna break up with him and because of course i said that i would yeah right yeah uh and i guess that's what he's saying now and uh, and I say, of course, I won't break up with him. I love him. And uh, so the next morning is all apologies. Everything is pretty, or what I remember is calm for like September, most of October. Nothing, nothing super frantic. Just the regular sort of. He he decides to try to stop drinking. Okay. Um. And but doesn't really like he just doesn't drink and then drinks starting at 10 in the evening. So like he's not drinking most of the night. Okay. Um. So he's anyway, but he 
uh, stops that eventually. And on the eve of our anniversary on October 20th, uh, some friends of mine were in town and having dinner in Brooklyn. And I was like, Hey, you don't need to come. It's all the way in Brooklyn. And he was like, you don't want me to come. I was like, that's not it at, at all. I would love you to come, but it's all the way in Brooklyn. And I don't want you to be annoyed that you're all the way in Brooklyn. And it was like, I'm coming. And he came. And then as soon as he got there, he was like, fucking Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, God. And, um, and also it was an Italian place. I can't remember the name of Frankie's maybe. Oh, yeah, Frankie's uh, is a good place. Yeah. And um, uh, they didn't have chicken parm. On the rest on the menu, uh, and he goes, "What sort of fucking Italian place doesn't have chicken parm?" It's my favorite Italian place in New York City. Right? It's it's a great place. And there are a lot of other options. Yeah, yeah. But he always no, got chicken, no chicken parm. parm. So fucking chicken parm. And he's already drunk. Also, yeah, at this yeah. point, he's okay. already drunk. Yeah. He's like, he's you know, reeling. Uh, no fucking chicken parm. And I was like, I was like, hey, there's so many other things. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh. Eventually we leave He's so fucking, he's gotten so upset at me for like, also like trying to calm him down. Like these are friends of mine that I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. And, um, anyway, I was super embarrassed, but also because like I had done a, a, what I thought, what I think was a pretty good job of hiding this, this boyfriend, this behavior, this behavior. Like around um, people that you're yeah, close to. Yeah. And now. So like, you know, I talk about how like my, I, I stopped, in fact, I had stopped babysitting. I had stopped burlesque. I stopped writing in my diaries. I have written in my diaries every single night since I was like eight years old. Yeah. And now it's just, it's almost just I like stopped, you don't want any of this experience on the record kind of. I didn't want to write and then see the truth. Yeah. I didn't want to write about it. It was just something that, like, literally you had to make yourself yeah. ignore this. Exactly. Even though you're already ignoring it exactly. every day, you like, I don't want any record of this to know yeah. that this is happening. Yeah. So I literally forgot myself. Oh, man. I was pulling away from my family, yeah. pulling away from my friends, um, in order to have this, like, wonderful, wonderful boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> who treated me so well the, the morning after. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but so the cab ride home from the dinner at Frankie's was completely silent and, uh, uh, we got up to his apartment at this point he had moved to the Upper East Side, uh, and, uh, we're silent, silent, no words. I get ready for bed. He makes another drink and sits at the, on the couch and watches TV. And I just figure... I'm just going to go to bed. No words. We don't need to talk about this. And also that's safer. And so I get into bed and eventually he comes into the room. Still no words, but he um, snuggles uh, up against my body, uh, takes off my uh, pants uh, and starts to go down on me, uh, which was in my mind, I justified as, okay, I guess he's sorry. His technique at going down on me uh, was um, uh, uh, biting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Uh, I don't know what your technique yeah, that's, is, uh, but I usually, don't recommend biting. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's a lot. Then he took off his pants and he uh, got inside me and started having sex with me the way that he always had sex with me, where he didn't look at me or looked straight through me. Um, which I I look back on it now and 
all the times that like I thought I was experiencing intimacy with somebody. Um, I mean, I, I was drunk a lot as well. And I think that part is the only, the only thing that really makes me sad that I had so much sex in my twenties that I thought was good when it was not. Yeah. And that, that has, that, that has to do with the only reason why that makes me cry is because that, has to do with like so much else that perhaps I should still talk about in therapy. <laughs> I could justify, I could justify it. And it was, it was rapey, you know, yeah, it was, oh God, it yeah. was, it was, uh, I didn't want it and it hurt. Yeah, and I would just... say, baby, look at me, baby, look at me. And he would just look not. And, um, and then he finished and, and got rolled off of me and said, it's so fucking hot in here. And it was, it was the early morning of October 21st. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, and oh, and it was also like kind of Indian summer, you know, very, very uh, temperate outside. And I, I was like, you want me to open the window? And he goes, what are you trying to do? Fucking kill me? I'll jump out the window. I'll jump out the window. Fucking bitch. And I said, okay. And I turned on the air conditioner and I left the room. And I don't know what was going on with me that night but I went and laid down on the couch and after a few minutes and again I thought okay this is safe he'll fall asleep but he came into he flicked on the lights he came into the living room and he said what the fuck is going on here and I said I just I just figured you didn't want to sleep next to a fucking bitch <laughs> and he said, what the fuck? You know, and then... Just went off, yeah. Boom. Uh, he takes glasses from this glass uh, shelving, yeah. shelving unit and smashes them. Um, and there's glass all over the floor. And I said, you know, fucking stop it, stop it, stop it. I said the last time, I said the last time that I would leave, I would leave. I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I'm not going to see this. I'm not going to see this. I do not want to see this. And he grabbed me uh, and shoved me against the wall. And he said, you're not going anywhere. And I said, okay. And then he turned and I guess went to the bathroom. I went to the bedroom figuring that I would follow him. And um, I very lightly tapped my way to the door, carefully opened the locks and uh, stepped into the hallway and closed the door, you know closed the door behind me and went to the elevator. And like, I wasn't even running. Like, I was just like, I am leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. I said that I would, I'm leaving. And the elevator dings open at just that moment, like his head pops out of the apartment and he goes, where the fuck are you going? And I jump into the elevator and he catches the elevator. And then he's like holding me by the throat up against the oh, elevator God. wall. And I'm like, I'm like, let go of me, let go of me, let me. And I, I like, before the elevator door closes again, like I'm able to like wrench myself free. He's like so manic and he's a big gut. Like he has this gut. He has this gut that is like, force of uh and with the drunkenness it like helps you know this uh mannishness all over me but i catch the elevator door i get out and i run to the stairwell uh and uh and just at the top of the steps he gets there too and he pushes me down the oh my God. stairs and i uh, i get to the bottom of those stairs and like just like I, I you know i couldn't catch myself but i didn't um like I, it wasn't head over heels but it was like kind of like 
uh, skidding down yeah, like on my knees, s- yeah, you know, uh, on my yeah. knees and shins. And, um, and I like land and hit the wall and, and then I look up and he's gone. Like in essence, like he pushed, he killed me and left. Right. Yeah, like that was it. That was it. it was fu- you know, fucking bitch. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and left. And um, and I, I get up. I'm so stunned. I just continue running down all the flights of stairs. I literally do not even remember what floor he lived on. But in my brain, I ran down those stairs like forever. Like they were like, <laughs> and, uh, and then out of the building. And, uh, and then kind of walked to the Upper East Side for... Uh, an hour or two, little little over an hour, and because uh, I couldn't go home, because why would I show up at home at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I couldn't justify that um, to my sister that I lived with that I hardly ever saw because I was basically living with him. And then he starts calling me. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please come back. Please come back. Please come back." And I'm like, "I I can't. Or I, I I can't even talk to him, right? I just let him talk, right? And and then I would just hang up, and then he'd call back. I'd answer, but not talk, and just like listen to him be sorry, and uh, and then uh." Then I go back and, uh, I lay next to him. I I don't sleep. Like he falls fast asleep immediately, go to work the next morning and mid morning, a friend of mine called to wish me happy anniversary because yeah, cause this is the it's a big deal. Yeah. It's, it's your one year. year anniversary. And I hadn't, this, all this stuff I hadn't happening. been in a relationship for a year. I hadn't been in a relationship for two months. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I burst into tears and she goes, what's wrong? And I realize I can't keep it secret anymore. Yeah. And, uh, I tell her, I tell her everything that happened the night before. She tells me that I can't go back there to meet her after, to come to her place of work and she will take me home between, uh, October 21st. And when Obama gets elected, (laughs) um, he calls me. All the time, and I don't take any calls. Uh, leaves voicemails, you know. I'm, you know, and uh, uh, after Obama gets elected, he leaves me a voicemail that's like, "I, uh, you know, I miss you so much. I'm so happy right now. I wish I could share this with you." Um, and then a day after that, he tells me that uh, when I had like surreptitiously, when he was away in the Hamptons, I had gone and gotten all of my stuff. He said that he had found my birth certificate and social security card at his place. And uh, what's the address so that he can send them to me? And I was like, I, I, I don't want him because at that point also my sister and I had moved. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah, so I didn't want him to know yeah. where where we were. And I, I texted him back like, Hey, um, leave them with your doorman. I'll pick them up. And then he calls me and leaves me a, a voicemail that is. Uh, I find out later harassment. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, if you if you don't call me back, uh, I will I will burn Jesus. your social security card and, and birth certificate, Ugh. and you will no longer exist in this universe. I will destroy you. I will destroy you. 
And that just solidifies my decision. Yeah, to at not, this point, you're like, okay, well. Yeah, so I realize now, like, I mean, this is 10 plus days out of the relationship, but like, uh, you know, I'm two weeks out, but still, like, I can't understand having been in this relationship yet, but I'm scared. And I know I also, like, I'm having trouble falling asleep. I was, like, watching movies, like, all night long, like, basically Lord of the Rings on yeah, repeat, okay, yeah. just, like, to stay uh, awake so that I wouldn't sleep and dream of him coming and finding me and shooting me when you destroy someone's birth certificate and social security uh card that is a felony um and when i reported it to the police uh he admitted to having already destroyed them oh my god they took him in he spent a night in jail i had a an order of protection against him for a few years and um and that's how it ended with oh, the wow yeah but uh, I think the thing that made it difficult to tell this story for so many years was that I was so confused and angry at myself for having been in an abusive relationship. I spent a lot of time, once I started telling the story, making it, trying to f- make it funny. Yeah. And I think the thing, I ran into an old friend uh, a couple years ago that also had an abusive relationship, uh, but hers lasted like seven years. And she was like, but I'm trying to find a way to make it entertaining. Like the story, like funny. I'm trying to find the comedy. Yeah. And it took me a long time to deduce this, but I don't think it needs to be funny or even entertaining. I'm sorry, like to anybody who's listening. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, sometimes, but the, sometimes the facts and feelings just need to be said and yeah. I mean, there are elements of the story that I didn't realize would be funny, but but it was only after I stopped trying to make it funny that it yeah that it actually that there was actually any sort of um, catharsis in telling it. Yeah, like to to actually process mm-hmm. what happened to you mm-hmm. and going through this thing and not putting this blame on you because I guess like laughing at at it in a way is like being like oh well you know aren't i a stupid yeah. girl yeah, yeah. to right. be like it's not my fault right. like getting through all that right because and then- all i wanted to do if i can blame myself for this then i can make it never happen again it's yes, like because it was like because right. i just want to do this again i just not want, thinking right. about but it's not like this I, other person that had, obviously all yeah responsible yeah. for everything that and happened he didn't walk into the relationship thinking like i'm gonna abuse this person yeah no, hopefully but he was doing it he right. doesn't change the fact that that's what was right. happening but i didn't walk into the relationship thinking like i'm gonna go get abused i just yeah i really hope that i was his bottom I, you know, like I yeah, was that, his, I was his that's, lowest. That's some, point. at some point something changed. Yeah, in that. I would would really like to think that I do not need to know. Yeah. where he is. Yeah. right now. Like truly, I do not need matter. to know how he how he ended up. Uh, and at least like you ended up in a much better place from yeah. that point. Yeah, I mean, is, it took it took a yeah. little while, but it took a lot of time alone. Uh, a couple more beds, <laughs> but it took a, it took a lot of, I let myself disappear and I never wanted that to ever happen again. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for letting me tell the no. story. I'm so sorry. It took no, for thank, forever. No, it was, but good. I, it was a really I'm, good story to share. And I really appreciate you sharing this. Cause I know it's like, again, like you, you I know you shared this a lot at one mm-hmm. point in your life and you said you haven't shared it in a while. And I think I just hearing it, it's like very. I don't know, important for you to share it. Yeah. I mean, it's also one of those things that 
still sometimes I have difficulty thinking like, did I? Yeah, did that, is that really happen? my history? Yeah. Is that really my history? Until a policewoman that I was giving my statement to said to me, you know you were in an abusive relationship, right? Yeah. Did it occur like it, to me that I was in even an that, abusive yeah, like, relationship? Yeah, even like, when you're like, I have to report this thing because yeah. after all this stuff happened, right. you're still because like, Because well, I, I wasn't even reporting the fact that he pushed me down a flight of stairs. Yeah, that I was reporting that he may have destroyed my yeah. documents and I just wanted them back, yeah. right? So like, That yeah, wasn't even the other... It wasn't even... I got the physically hurt and like, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I mean, this woman, she looked at me, she goes, you don't want to know how many girls don't get out. You're too young for this. Yeah. And you got out. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for sharing, Julia. Thank you, Brian, for letting me talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if people want to find out, like, I know, I know you have a show that yeah. I go to quite a bit. Is there yeah. anything else? If people want to follow you online, what, what are some things you want to plug? Well, my Instagram, Julia W. Hair. It's like storytelling and hair posts. And uh, if you if you enjoy looking at a girl with red hair, you'll get a lot of it on my Instagram. But also, if you want to know um, any of my workshops that I do through Story Studio or uh, Freelance, uh, that's where you can find out how to get in touch with me about those. But then also mainly, if you want to come and tell your story, I want to hear it. That's my goal in life is to hear everybody's story. And I get to do that every single Monday at Happy Hour Story Hour. Yep. 7 p.m. at the 7 duplex. 7 p.m. at the duplex. Thanks for helping me plug. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite show to go to. Oh, so thank you. Thanks for doing this, Julia. Thank you. Love. This is how we love. This is how we fight for something that's right. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.